What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode. Not really feel like a podcaster. Uh, welcome to another episode of Tuesday Table Talk. Uh, I kind of teased this. Uh, let's see. I kind of teased this um, a couple weeks ago, talking about that I'll be having guests on. And tonight, I just happen to have two of my best friends in the building, um, Emmanuel and Josh. They, uh, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just talk about them for a little bit, and then they, they can, they can talk about themselves. Because, but uh, <laughs> we got, we got Emmanuel, who was uh, the host of uh, his own podcast. He's slacking on it, but he's, you know, he's, he's, he's doing something. <laughs> and then we got uh, the mastermind of all things tech in the building, uh, Mr. Joshua Cole. Yay! No, I'm playing. <laughs> but uh, Emmanuel, tell, tell, tell the people a little bit about your, your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, podcast. It's called Church Player. Um, dating within the church, but not limited to it. Um, follow us at, uh, at Church Flirt Uncut. Um but yeah, pretty much trying to explore all things dating. Yes, I am on a little bit of a hiatus, a little bit of, you know, COVID and life and, you know, things get in the way. But I uh, got the ideas, that ideas flowing. Episodes are out on Spotify and uh, all, we're pretty much all podcasting sites. But uh, check it out. So. But Josh, just, just just tell the people what you what you do, you know. Uh Pretty much I work behind the scenes with Church Flirt. I do all the editing for Father E, or as you heard him, Emmanuel. Father E. <laughs> it's a he, 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 he does everything. Man, it's put the government name out there. He said Father E. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate you guys joining me. Uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify, uh, I'm live on Instagram with two of my friends, Josh and Emmanuel. Um, you can also find this on uh, YouTube as well, or you can find it on my page on Instagram after the live is done. Uh, the topic tonight, uh, we're just going to talk as, um, the host of the podcast, Church Floor, Emmanuel is in the building. I figured none, none better to talk about than, uh, relationships. So we just, we just going to chop it up about relationships. Um, it doesn't have to be necessarily dating relationships, but, you know, that's your expertise. Um, so, yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's just hop into it. But before we hop into, um, I got to, I got to tell the people why I wanted to get people on here. The, the big idea for me, um, having people on here in the first place or having guests on here, um, is because I know a lot of phenomenal people. And I started this page one out of, one out of one out of obedience, and two because um, just just getting the opportunity just to connect with people. Um, that's what I've gotten to uh, gotten to do a lot through this page already or through this podcast, um, and looking forward to what God is going to do through it. But like I said, I know a lot of phenomenal people, and these these guys here are just uh, two of the the bright minds that I know. Um, and they have a lot of wisdom and a lot of, um, a lot of what you see that I talk about really comes from the people that I'm around. And these two guys really know, um, 
a lot. They just have so much wisdom. So I figured why not have people come on here and I learn something new every single time. So with that being in in the, with that being said, before we talk about relationships, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw this first question out. Um, either one can answer first, but I want I want y'all both to answer. Uh, what is what is one thing that God's been teaching you lately? It doesn't have to be about relationships, but just overall, what is something that God has been teaching you lately? Y'all can take a few seconds. It's all right. Um, that's this is for those for those watching. I'm gonna just take a few seconds. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk and I'm gonna get back to y'all. But for those watching, that's kind of gonna be my big uh question to start off for people i just want to know something that god is doing in your life something that god has been teaching you um because he's always speaking um one of the things is is sometimes we're not always listening but he's always speaking and um yeah god is just always teaching us different things so that's gonna be gonna be the kickoff to every guest that i have on here um it's just what is god been teaching you lately whenever y'all are ready uh, whoever wants to go first, just just hop right into it. And I'll put y'all on the spot. I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I'll go first. Um, what God has been teaching me, it's for me personally, it is to always trust Him despite the situation. Um, and um, that will give you peace, you know. Um, as of recent, I've had a lot of crazy things happen in my life, you know, kind of um, had a family member pass away from COVID and that really hit me hard. But in that situation where I thought everything was falling out of place, I knew I had to center myself, center myself in Christ and to trust him regardless and see that no matter what was happening around me, he always would uphold me with his right hand, you know, and in that trial and tribulation where I thought things were falling apart, I actually had a peace in a sense where I could actually be there for my family. I could be there for other people. Um, even though things were, you know, kind of chaotic and we're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? This and that. But trusting him continually, even through that storm, is what gave me peace. And that gives you that peace that passes all beyond all understanding. So people are looking at you like, oh, you, you good? I'm like, yeah. I, I can honestly say that, yeah, I'm okay, because I had him to rely on. So that that's what he's been teaching me. That's good. Jay, you up. So, I actually just settled today on two things I've learned recently. First is, it's important to set apart a uh, time to actually rest mm. not just take like an hour or two and take an hour but find time to actually rest get yourself situated in god get yourself rested up fully so you can reach others work do whatever you need to but the second is something i'm working on now is being able to see myself, not through my eyes, but through God's eyes. Mm. Mm. It's expand on that a little bit. I guess the easiest way to expand is too often we know what 
we want to do throughout the day or what our goals are. But instead, we want to step back and ask God, what do you want from me? What's your goal? Where do you see me? What's your outcome for this? And how can you use me to make that goal actually come to pass? They said, uh, teach us. (laughs) 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 What's going on, Bradley? Bradley just hopped in here. Um, wow, that's, that's real good. And for those, for those watching, um, it's funny that you said rest because Josh is one of the most hardworking people that I know. Um, selfless will, will literally like be in the middle of eating and will drop everything to, um, get something done. Uh, whether it has to do something with the church, whether it has to do with friendship wise, like whatever. Um, and shout out to E talking about peace um i gotta i gotta brag about this guy for a little bit because he's he's humble and he won't talk about it but um i I love this guy and also um other than doing his podcast he also um does spoken words that boy can write that boy can spit fire when it comes to spoken words um and i think you recently did one on peace um that I think you share with, um, we had our Tuesday Bible study, uh, for our church, um, our, our, our church campus a couple weeks ago. And, um, Emmanuel had the opportunity to lead that. And I think, I believe that I'm right. That, that was the one that you, um, you shared your, your spoken word about peace, right? Kind of actually, um, there's two of them. So there's one about peace, which I still haven't, Debuted, I guess, but that one was the, the one I debuted was about trusting God mostly. So there's one about peace, and then there's one about trusting God. So both are coming soon, I guess. But yeah, right, right, right. Um, as 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 this podcast goes on, as this episode will be talking, and Emmanuel is um spitting the wisdom that he does spit. Um, just put in the comments, tell this man to get on and put out these these podcast episodes. <laughs> And to put out these spoken words, because this man, um, this man's gift needs to be shared. Um, and this, and I'll say the same. I'll say the same thing with Josh. Um, so I'm I'm glad that these guys these guys are hopping on. But um, all right, let's let's hop into let's switch gears a little bit. We get we got a little we got a little deep. First question was something God teach you lately? Uh, caught you off guard. Had you thinking for for a second, but um. See, Dage already. She said, "Put him out." Um, you heard what she said. Uh, anyway, first question I got for you guys: We're talking about relationships again, not just. Um, see, put it out. Get right on it. Uh, I, I don't even gotta say nothing. Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. We're um, talking about relationships, not necessarily dating relationships. But we're gonna talk about that. Um, this year, almost to the. It's been a year, almost to the day where everything kind of changed um the world as we knew as normal kind of shut down during this month of march um so it's crazy that you guys are on we're talking about relationships we're talking about all this stuff and it's almost been a year um so the first question i have for you guys is um how has the overall dynamic of all your relationships um 
whatever, however you want to address it, whether romantically, uh, friendship, family, how's, how's the overall dynamic of your relationships changed, um, over the past year since the, since the whole pandemic? I think for me personally, it's been the ones that need to stay, the relationships that need to stay have grown stronger and the ones that needed to die have died in a sense where, okay. All right. (laughs) In the sense that God knows what you need and who you need in your life. So the ones that he knew that I would need to connect with more, such as my brothers here, they've grown stronger. But the ones that I thought I had a good relationship with, that I thought it was going somewhere, whether it be romantically or whether it be, you know, beneficial to uh, business or anything like that, those have actually been stripped away, you know, the ones that I don't need. So I've seen both ups and downs, but ultimately, thankfully, God's hand has been upon me, and I've seen the ones that I needed grow stronger, and the ones that I don't need die off. That's the truth. Go ahead, Josh. Emmanuel just came with the fire. I know, like, two, two seconds in. Like, uh, right. I don't know that I can add much to that. Um... you just took the word from me see the the wisdom already um yeah i'll say sheesh man that's and it's crazy because um uh even though even though things have have closed off uh in a sense um at the same time things have never been more open um in terms of more ways to reach out um i'm not sure if i've ever used uh facetime as much as i have uh from my iphone users out there you know uh, i mean you wouldn't know but anyway uh <laughs> josh just came back on the bandwagon so we we we, we he, he's cool hey, my, my picture's still, my picture's still clear, right? but um i've never i don't think i've ever used as uh facetime as much or zoom or just video chatting as much as i have um so and and Google Meets and all these different options, but at the same time, um, I felt like this season or this year really has weeded out, um, like you said, like a lot of relationships um, that um, that you thought maybe that you needed and you didn't really need, or um, relationships that you thought you had but maybe they weren't as strong. Um, and really I've seen also relationships that weren't even on the radar, (laughs) kind of, kind of be birthed, um, as well. So I, I think that's the, the, the interesting thing about, um, the dynamic, how how the dynamic has changed, um, about, about these relationships. So I don't know if you guys have anything to add, but if not, we just going to hop right into the next question. I'm going to just give y'all, y'all got anything to add, y'all, y'all? Go ahead. I guess Go ahead, I could add to that. Uh-huh. Um, as far as you saying relationships that weren't even on the radar, there were a couple friends I made connections years ago. Didn't even talk to them, nothing. For probably three, four years. Once COVID hit, you know, 
connections got lost of people I didn't need to be around. Connections grew stronger. You and E, other people. All of a sudden, I'm getting messages from these people. I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. And God's like, no, they need to be your inner circle, not just acquaintance, not just friends. These are people you need to trust. Right. Right, that's good. Um, they said, uh, wait, not E got an Android. <laughs> Uh, yo, messages, okay? Don't worry about yo. It. three days later. Wow, that's, wow. That, is, right, that, that is hilarious. You know, it's not really helping. Ah, uh, okay, uh, okay, all right. I, I, listen, I can end the live real quick, or you just kick you out. That's. <laughs> oh, Bradley. Bradley had an interesting comment here. He said the loss of my grandfather this year has brought my family even closer. Oh. Have you have you noticed? Um, I know you talked about Emmanuel too. That um, you recently just lost your cousin. Have you noticed um, kind of like the same thing already? Like your family oh, yeah. has oh, yeah. has gotten closer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, the thing is, a lot of times we don't know. It's weird. My mom says this all the time. That was my dad, but you don't know what you have until it's gone. You know, so the loss of somebody or the loss of a relative. You know, definitely brings things, you know, into perspective where you're like, wow, I wish I had more time. And um, you're going to think, you know, maybe I need to take some more time out of my day. So essentially, if you want to make that connection, you know, you're going to find a way you're going to reach out to that person. So even now, you know, I'm checking in on my you know, cousins, my, my cousin's kids and like, hey, how you doing? How are things going? So obviously, if you want those connections, you're going to find a way to make it. And um, especially through loss. You know, you tend to things shifts into perspective and, you know, you just want more time with that person. But even though you can't have any more time with that person, you try to uh, make the most of that with the people that you do still do have. I think, too, like, I think just all the little stuff just don't just doesn't matter anymore. I think sometimes we make we're so petty just as just as as humans. We're just petty. Um, We hold on to things. And I think. Overall, the loss that we felt as a nation, the the loss that people have felt individually, um, has made us put a lot of little things aside. Like before, it was it was um, I wouldn't talk to my neighbor because they didn't move something from the fence. They was too close from the fence. Before it was like now it's like uh, I I want to talk to them every day because I don't I don't know when I'm going to see them. Or you're updating them on your family that's in the hospital, or. Uh, you're talking about how how work is going because you're both working from home now. It's just opened up more opportunities and um, put us all on more on, on on a level playing field because it didn't matter. The thing about this society too is that um, we're so split sometimes. Uh, some are rich, some are poor, some are in the middle. Um, religion, we have different religions, um, different races. Of course, like there's so many things that can split us up um, and cause division, but. It didn't matter if you were black or white, rich or poor, um, what what state you lived in. We all hit had the same challenge of everything being shut down, um, of everything um, coming to a halt, all affected by the pandemic, all lost someone, whether directly, like related or indirectly, meaning um, I know Josh, he also lost both of his grandparents during this time. Um, yeah. 
I love his grandparents. They they basically like grandparents to me. Um, so that's what I mean by indirectly. It's either someone that you've was immediate family or someone that was like family to you. You've 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 lost or you've known someone that has gotten affected. Um, and I think it's just caused us all to put that pettiness aside or that petty stuff aside. Um, so I don't know if you guys if you guys agree or what, what you guys think about that too. For sure. Um, like Eve said, it brings family closer together. Y'all both know I come from a small family, so we dropped from a family of five to a family of three real quick. But even that, I've noticed the petty things don't matter anymore. We try to spend as much time together as we can. If I'm not doing something at the church or we're not working, we try to do dinner and watch Netflix or something. Just spend movie time or whatever we can together. Just enjoy our family time. Because you don't know when's the last time you're going to say, oh, I had dinner with a family. Is that going to happen again? Right. That's good. Let's see. Um, Alexis, she said, it will also cause you to remove yourself from energy, from energy that drains you um, and relationships that aren't serving you. Um, and I think that's what exactly what you were talking about, um, Emmanuel. Just like um, overall, just the relationships you realize that you need, you don't need, um, the ones that you can kind of push it aside or what, you know, just ones that it just made you over, like analyze overall the dynamic of, of all your relationships really over the past year. Um, with that being said though, we, we, we going to talk about, we going to talk about dating now. Um, by the way, I forgot to mention this, but if anybody has any questions, y'all can put them in the comments. Um, I have a few here, but if anybody has any questions, feel free to just put them in the chat if you're hearing us on spotify i'm live on instagram that's the way i do this thing and then i hop over and just put the audio on spotify so um yeah if y'all have any questions you can just put them in there but the first question i have for y'all um let's see what has been some struggles of dating during this whole time during the pandemic the you don't have to name be like go in order i guess of hierarchy of struggles, but just any type of struggles. It could be big or small. It, it doesn't matter. One of the struggles of dating. Dating. Um, yeah, I'm just dating don't. <laughs> nah, but, uh, My bad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, yeah, definitely in this pandemic, it's, uh, it's hard to meet people. Um, most of the time, you know, um, we're used to going out, you know, getting something to eat, but now, you know, we're... We have to transition to that virtual world where we meet online, you know, uh, maybe a virtual date or something. Now things are starting to open back up, so it's a little bit better. But at the same time, you know, it's it's hard. Virtual dating is uh, it's 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 tough in the sense that when you put your best foot forward out there, it's just a bunch of pictures. You know, they don't really get to know the real you. It's 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 tough. You can put the best. I could have a really fresh picture, you know, fresh haircut and stuff. But at the end of the day, like I'm wearing a suit, where rather I'm more comfortable in sweatpants and mm. a hoodie, you know. So it's 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 tough. Uh, the whole I would say dating in in a sense, it's a new virtual world out there. You didn't maybe maybe this is because it's more recent, but um, you let's talk, let's talk about the 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 big obvious one. These masks, man. 
these masks. Like, at least, at least, you know, with the with the dating profiles and pictures. Hold on, hold on, hold on. For, okay, I have a couple. I have a couple thoughts. Um, uh, but at least, at least with the pictures on dating pro- dating profile, you knew who they were. Now everybody's got a mask on. You could easily be deceived by the eyes because you like okay, the eyes look alright. Then they take off the mask and you just like listen. We all beautiful in God's eyes, but you're just not attracted to me. That's that's just that's just <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that's just, listen. All right, I'm trying to I'm trying to be nice because I don't want to be we we on here. I don't want to come up, come crazy at anybody. Um, but sometimes it's that's that's how it is. Um, and then another thing, I haven't been on dating apps for a minute. I've been I've been off those things, but um, when I was on there. Towards like I guess the middle of the pandemic. I don't know what it was. Six months. I don't even know. But then people were putting pictures on there with mask on. I'm like, bro, what is going on? I'm like, what is going on? I cannot tell who you are by the mask. I don't know if you just you too pretty and you not trying to blow away the whole world. Or if you just you just trying to bait people in by your personality and just hope. Never mind. Let me stop before, before I start coming crazy at people. I'm trying to be nice. Um, yeah. What, what what what's up with that? What's what's up with that, y'all? But maybe the mask isn't just the physical mask. Maybe it's the actual mask of the whole uh, profile. You know, because sometimes they're not who they say they are. You know? All right, Father E. Good night, everybody. It's a wrap. We're just going to end it right here. He just tied it spiritually. Just uh, it just went deep. I try, I try to be cool, calm, and then you just came in here. You know, it's it's really the mask. It's the mask of the profile. I feel like there's something deeper that they're hiding. We didn't ask for a no ph- philosophy answer. E. We just we just asking for something calm and cool, man. All right, all right, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Uh, uh, Josh, what what is what is the, the struggles of dating during this pandemic that you found other people who have told you about? You've already listened to me complain for for the last couple of minutes. Other than what Emmanuel said, dating. But on a serious note, um, um, like you said, you go from meeting somebody in person, having dinner, taking them out. Now you got to trust that what you've seen on the other side of the screen is the real deal. You're getting everything about them. What's to say you're actually seeing and reading everything about that person. What are you going to find out six months, a year down the road? Mm. Is that all true? Is that just front? Is that, only a facade or as Emmanuel said a mask right 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 but even like what about like our own selves like when we create our own profiles we can't there's only a limited like what 150 characters that we can put in about ourselves you know we can't portray everything that we want to you know and I think that's that's another thing we're limited and what we can actually, until we actually maybe match with the person or actually get to talk to the person, you know, we're limited in what we can actually portray our true selves. Do you think, 
do you think um the flip side of that um yeah you may not it's easy for people to kind of i guess hide themselves but on on the, on the other side do you think it also forces us to have deeper conversations um meaning like before I feel like sometimes, especially with dating apps, it was so easy to meet up that it was like, it was so shallow conversations, you didn't think nothing of it, or um, there really wasn't a lot of conversation, and then you would see the person, and then you would fall for them, and then it was, you weren't even paying attention to what they was possibly saying anymore, you was the fact that, okay, this person is attractive, versus now, we're sitting in a pandemic, we don't know when, when I'm going to see you, um, so now, it's real clear uh, the conversations that we have in it's, it's, it forces you to people to, to have deeper conversations and be real, be, be, be vulnerable in a sense. Um, because again, it's not this, I'm sitting in front of you in person and you're seeing me and I'm fooling you with my charm. It's now I have to have real conversations. I have to, um, get deep. I can't just give the, the, the easy, typical answers. Um, do y'all do y'all think it goes both sides that way, or do you you think it just goes one side? Definitely goes both ways. For sure, for sure. What, what, what you have any thoughts? E, you over there thinking? So I am. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I think it definitely goes both ways. Um, whereas you know, before we had oh, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite movie? This kind of stuff. We can still ask those questions, but now it's like, hey during this time of a pandemic, what are you doing with your free time? You know, like, how's your family doing? Like, you're asking deeper questions because, you know, time is short and you don't know when you're going to see this person. So you want to get to know them as much as possible from behind the screen. True, true. Alexis said, it's so easy to fool with charm online, though. That is the truth. I'm not not saying this. I'm not saying it's not. But I'm just saying, like, for, for me personally, um... Sometimes, sometimes, what what am, what am I really trying to say here? I guess, um, yeah, I just think it forces you to, in a sense, to be real. Again, you can't be totally real, tell because you know, online you can fool, but you, it, it it goes it goes the same in person too. You can easily just fool just as on in person as you could online as well. Um, Let's see. She also said there's way too much time to craft a response based on what you've seen of the person in their profile. That is the truth. And especially especially these dating apps where you have to link uh, or you can link, like, I guess, your social media. Like, those are the ones I get nervous about because, again, I do want to show my, my profile. I want to show who I am. I don't want to hide anything but at the same time. You don't know. People could be studying you and come up with this whole response of, um, I love Jesus. Cause let's, let's talk about it since we, we're, we, we all men who, who love God. So that's, that could be a thing that we, again, goes, goes for girls as too. I don't only have guys on here, but, um, it goes the same thing. Guys can do the same thing of saying, Oh, I really love God. And, um, I see, I see you love to serve in a church. I, I love to serve too. And all this type of stuff. So it gives them, gives people way too much time to come up with answers. And again, some of these where, Oh, I saw what the message said, but I don't have a good answer right now. So I'm going to formulate it and I'm gonna come back to it later. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just gives people way too much time. That's, that's interesting. All right. Um, 
The next question I have here. I'm going to read this question. And then I'm going to give my response. Um, and then you guys can kind of chime in from there. Because, um, So I'm, I'm a part of this, this uh, Facebook group. I don't know if anybody here online has heard of it. But there's this um, organization, I guess, is the best way to describe it, called Heart of Dating. Um, and I, I talked about it a few, few, um, weeks ago, cause they had like this conference. I talked about it on my personal page and, um, they had a whole bunch of speakers talking about dating and talking about relationships and, and all that type of stuff. And so they also have a Facebook group as well. Um, so I'm on that Facebook group and someone asked a question, I think it was maybe like a week or two ago. I'm not exactly sure. I had to go back and actually find it. Um, hold on. Days, days just popped in here. So the, the pandemic forced us, is forcing us to listen and observe the fruit. The physical can easily blind us. Oh, she's, she's talking too deep for me. I'm about to, I'm about to, we've been here for another 30 minutes on that topic. That, that's good. That's bought. That's nothing else needs to be said. Um, that's stage. Anyway, um, so yeah, I had to go back like a week or two and find this post. Um, and 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 the and the question that this 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 woman asked, she said, um, and this is a perfect question because we are all involved in ministry in, in, in some time in some type of capacity. Um, us three, we all, for those who don't know, we we serve in some capacity in the tech media realm. Um, we could. <laughs> We're we're laughing because <laughs> because if you if you if you knew if you knew what happened and you saw what happened on Sunday, woof, you would you would what goes on behind the scenes on Sundays, you would just it would be a totally different story. Um but we all serve in ministry in some type of capacity. Um I know for some of us we may desire to make that a full time career. I know for or, I hate the word career, but I guess a full-time job, a full-time passion, whatever. I know that's something that um, I want to do personally. I know God is like birthed it in me, so to speak, to um, want to do ministry in um, and what that looks like. So now volunteer-wise, I know, um, shout out to Josh, who also works at the church. Um, most of us are volunteers um, that show up on Sundays in ministry. All this type of stuff. And even outside of stuff that you do for work, Josh, you still serve. You still uh, volunteer for different type of things. So we all serve a ministry. And with that in mind, the question was, do you find dating more of a challenge because you are in ministry? Think on that. And I'm, uh, I'm going to read you my answer um, that I wrote, I wrote in the chat as well. And I said, uh, literally wrote this out. So shout out to me because um, it was kind of a long answer. And I don't like writing long answers, but I wrote it out because I wanted to say exactly what I said because I, I thought it was good. I thought I, I thought I, I thought I answered the question well. Um, <laughs> I'm gassing myself up. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> I said, uh, I think so. I said, uh, when it comes to awareness of calling and serving in ministry, you can't just date anyone. Uh, you understand the importance of a teammate, someone that compliments your ministry um, note, I didn't say anyone who does the exact same thing or someone who, who serves in the exact ministry you do. Um, but you need someone who works with it or works alongside of it and dating. You'll realize that either, uh, most don't hold the same weight, meaning that most, um, don't hold that same importance in ministry. Um, 
or most don't view it the same way or some just don't fit you see that our ministries don't line up or our um the way we operate just does it's going to be it just become clash um so i said it takes a lot of prayer patience and discernment so again i'm gonna read the question and um that i'm gonna toss it back out to you guys but do you find dating more of a challenge because you are in ministry Yes, in a sense, because when you're involved in the ministry, you want to do the best that you can. And essentially, I feel like we all have a standard, in a sense, you know, in our own heads of what excellence is as far as doing a ministry well, you know, and providing that ministry. And so because when you're in that ministry, if you're looking for someone, you know, that's also in ministry, you want to have, you want them to have the kind of the same passion that you do in a sense, you know, the same, um, not necessarily the same ministry, but a ministry of their own, but you want them to have the same amount of passion. In a sense. I don't know if you, you understand what I'm saying, where, yeah. um, they're excited to do their ministry. Like I love tech, you know, I love doing stuff. It may not seem like it some days, but I, I love doing it. And I love being in the background and, you know, making things work and, you know, making things light up and stuff. But um, if I was dating someone who say is, you know, in the children's ministry, I want them to have the same passion that I do. Mm. So I, in a sense, it is, it's, it's difficult because sometimes you, you don't find that. Mm. And sometimes you do. If you did in the rare cases that you do, you know, that's great, but it's, it's tough. That's good. That's good. I think that kind of, that kind of goes along with what I was saying. Um, and three of us were the most, three of the most passionate guys that I know. Um, so I think that goes along with the, the most don't hold the same weight in terms of like, I think some people, they think ministry is nice or yes, it's cool to serve. But for us, it's not just like cool to serve. It's, it's, this is our passion. This is what right. we love to do. Um, because we not only just take the interest of it, but we understand, we understand the, I'm trying to find more words to describe it, but I guess just the, the overall impact of, of, of what ministry does. Um, it's not just, it's not just the singers on stage for, for us in the, in the tech. It's not just the singers on stage. It's not just um, the people in, in the crowd that usher in the presence in the same sense. It's also our job in the tech realm or the tech to usher in the presence of God as well. Um, especially like during praise and worship. Um, so we want to make sure the lyrics are right. We want to make sure the lighting is good. We want to make sure things are flowing in an orderly passion. Um, uh, the lyrics are up on time because if God, God forbid, not everybody knows the lyrics, then some people are kind of thrown off. Then the spirit may be thrown in, in a sense, in the spirit, you know, using it you uh, loosely for the, for the spirit. But um, I guess the atmosphere sometimes can kind of be thrown off. Um, so in the same way, we want to make sure everything is done with excellence. Like you were saying, Emmanuel, um, want to make sure everything is done with excellence and we understand the importance of serving in ministry. And it's not just, okay, cool. I got to show up today on a Sunday or, oh yeah, I got to do this. It's, 
we're passionate about it. It's man, I, I'm we're 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 honored for that privilege to to serve on a Sunday. It's not just <laughs> something we take lightly. Is is I guess to sum it up or what I'm trying to say, but um. Yeah, I'm talking way too much. I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna just Josh, you can you can chime in. What what's your what's your thoughts on that? I would say yes. It's a challenge to an extent. Oh. More because you want to make sure the person's focus of serving in the ministry is for the right reason. You can't hear him? I can hear him barely. Y'all hear me? No. A, a little tiny bit. I think I think you didn't want to hear want people to hear really what you were saying, so I think you just <laughs> I said it's a challenge because you gotta make sure the person has the right reason they're serving in the ministry. Still can't. <laughs> I think your sound cut out. Something happened. The the joys are going live right now. We just we just winging it. We just I don't know what's going on. Right? Y'all hear me? No. Are you a, are you a headphones in? Yeah. Maybe maybe try to take it. I don't I have no idea. It was good where it was, but then it just kind of cut out. Did you did your headphones die? Yeah, here we go. I was about to say, man, I, I hyped you up as a fellow iPhone. You can't be letting me down over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's because I bought them cheap Android headphones. Oh! Everybody can get me found on the Galaxy, okay? I don't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, finally, since we have you back, what was what, what were you saying? So let me get back. Um, I said it's a challenge because you got to make sure they're focused on serving in ministry for the right reason. Mm. Be in ministry and serve long term. But they could be dedicated to that ministry for 10 years just to say, oh, I'm serving just so 10 people can see me and I can get a better job serving seen by more people. Oh man, are you in ministry just to look good for the other person you trying to catch? You know, he or are said, you doing it for the right reasons? Yeah, are you doing yeah. it? Check, or are you mm. doing it to reach people for the kingdom of God? Facts. Mm. So let me let me let me throw out this. So it's possible that people are passionate about something, but they're not doing it for the right reasons. Mm. Is that is that is that kind of exactly going on? Ooh. So not only just seeing if someone passionate, I, I like that. It's not just seeing if someone's passionate or has that same passion, that fire, but also what's your heart or intention behind it. Um. So so I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask that then. How do you? How do you see that? Because you can see, because like, cause like I just tossed that out, like talking about people being passionate, but they can also be serving for the wrong reasons. 
And how, how do you just, how do you come to figure that out if they're serving for the right reasons or if they're not? I think the easiest way, first off, in any way, you got to be interceding on your own behalf. But like, uh, who was that? Zen Love 26 just said, Spirit of Discernment. So pray for a spirit of discernment on each person serving, especially someone that you're seeking and you're intending a relationship after. Get discernment. Are they serving for the spotlight to be on them? Or are they serving so that others have a pathway into the kingdom? That's good. I have I have something to add, but I'm gonna wait for Emmanuel. I'm gonna ask you the same question. Do you have anything to add to what 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 Cole said? Uh, I think he definitely hit the nail on the head. I mean, even if you're going to serve, are you serving for yourself? Or are you serving for the kingdom? You know, I think a lot of times we get there and you know we get lost in the everyday motions. You know, um, oh, is this running right? Especially like you said, it's tech. You know, what could go wrong? But even in the midst of things going wrong, you know, are you doing it because you know that some, the one person who might be able to just hear it, not be able to see it, but to be able to hear the message, you know, is another soul that could be safe for the kingdom. So, that's good. I was going to say, um, on a more, on a more practical sense, because, um, I love I love that and I I'm, the spirit of discernment is number one that has to be number one, but I think too something practical that we can do um, is see who is around that person, um, see the uh, the type of friends that they have, um, the type of people that hang around. I think that can be a big indicator on. Um, someone's intentions. Because if you know someone um, is hanging around people of not the best character or does things in the church, uh, the overall quote of, of, of birds of the uh, birds of a feather flock together type of thing of, um, all right, well, I see they're friends with that person and I know that person really isn't here serving for the, for the right reasons. Oh, and they friends with that person. I know that person, you know, they not really here either for the right reasons. So I think that could be a clue um, or an indicator, really, um, in a sense of that what that person is here for or what that person really is about. That makes sense. Tell us, like, what fruit are they bearing, you know? Since by fruit, you'll know them, you know? So what's the fruit that's, you know, being produced? You know, is it... Um, you're supposed to be you're supposed to have being an apple tree, or you producing apples, you know, or are you producing oranges, something that's not in the realm of what you're supposed to be producing. So, you know, seeing, I like that you were saying that see who they're around. I think it was um, gosh, I can't think of his name now. Pastor uh, Chandler was it? I think it was Stephen Chandler. But he was saying that um, you gotta observe them in their environment. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was. If you're pursuing someone, you have to observe them in their environment, see what's around them, see how they act, you know, around other people. Because so far in just our conversation, we've been kind of limiting ministry to just the church and serving in the church. But ministry should be a 24 hour thing. Ministry should be, you know, oh. daily walk, you know, uh, when they're outside with friends, you know, how they act at work, you know, how they act around other people. So 
No, 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 no. You, 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 right where you need to be, sir. Uh, I wasn't ready for that though. You just was like, this is twenty four seven job. That's a, that's a word. You, you want to host? You want to host this podcast? Because listen, no, no. <laughs> Hold on, I want to go back up to um, Deja's comment. I don't know if y'all saw this. But she said, practically, you have to watch their passion under pressure. Can they push past adversity? Passion under pressure? First off, Dej, act like she don't, she don't, she don't know what she talk about. She's like, I, I want I to. I tried to talk to her about being on here. She was like, I don't want to be seen. You know, this. But yeah, she in the comments, spitting this fire. But she don't, she don't want to hop on here. That's crazy. But anyway. That's a bar. She said, "Passion under pressure. Can they push past adversity?" Mm. What's your, what, what, you got any thoughts about that that comment? I mean, other than other than I'm baffled too at the at the same rate as, as y'all are, but might, might be a spoken word on that. Just, right? uh, I might I might steal that, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> between between what she said and what you said, talking about it being a 24 hour job, almost. Mm. I'm almost getting ready to click. We we just done right. I, I need to go meditate. I need to go pray, cause that's good. Passion and pressure. That's that's good. Nobody asking any questions in here. Listen, what's we talk about so much stuff about relationships? What's on your minds? Talking about. I have a couple more comments. Listen, um, I got. You got a question? Yeah. Oh. Thoughts on you, you can't be the guest asking questions. I'm the host. <laughs> no, nah, I'll play it. Good. What's your thoughts on negotiables versus non negotiable in a relationship? And how undervalued are they in society today? Negotiables <clears throat> and non negotiables. All right, ask that again, because I, I I heard what you said, but I just need to uh, you just run it by me one more time. What's your thoughts on non-negotiable versus negotiables, and how undervalued they actually are today? Um, you want to go first, E, or you you want you want to go first? No, no, please. please. <laughs> you over you over there still thinking? All right. Um, I think I think non-negotiable non-negotiables and negotiables um are different for every person. Um I don't think you can just tell somebody um what their negotiables are or expect someone to even have your your negotiables. Um for example, some Christians don't believe in taking any drink at all. Some Christians believe um, and taking a drink. It's not my job to sit here and I don't have an opinion on it. That's not what we're here for. That's not what this episode's about. But just using that as an example, um, that's that's somebody's negotiable. Someone's like, all right, well, um, I don't want anybody to drink. I don't want to drink this and that because maybe they've had bad experiences growing up with alcohol. You never know. But, um, I can't expect someone to even shift their non-negotiables. Um, so I think sometimes too in past for me personally, I've had past experience with this where I've been talking 
or been in a relationship with somebody or uh, talked to somebody. And I told them what my non-negotiables were. And it was kind of like they were trying to get me to see that, I guess, trying to shift it, like to make it a negotiable thing. And I'm like, nah, like I'm still standing firm. And this is what I think on this issue. And I'm not budget from this. Um, so I think it's important to have that conversation really fairly early, I guess. Because when you're in a relationship at that point, it's a little bit harder to be like, what's your non-negotiables now? Because then you like, you dating with a purpose at that point. You're dating to marry or you're dating to see if they're going to be a sweet. And I'm not saying there aren't other things that you have to assess once you get into a relationship. But I'm saying like, that's for me, that's kind of a, one of the basic hurdles you should clear at that point. Like, um, oh, they're getting ready to kick us out of this live in, in two minutes. But, um, yeah, I think, I think, I don't know if he got something because we only got a minute and 40 and 44 seconds and we're going to wrap this up real quick before we hop off okay. this live. But no, I think, I think you're right because I mean, a lot of times it should be a conversation that's held early, um, in the sense that relationship is about compromising, you know, coming together and seeing, you know, how you can make things work. So if you, if you go into a relationship and you don't have like a, a set core of values in a sense that you both, you know, negotiate on and agree on, you know, it's pretty much doomed to fail. But in a sense, it shouldn't stop you from having differences, but at the same time, you know, it's about compromise and working together and, you know, striving, you know, to, Make the relationship work. That's a fact. Well, we get ready to hop off this live because I didn't even know they had a time limit. But um, I want to thank y'all for for joining on and and joining me. Maybe we have, maybe we gotta do a part two. We was there here talking for like almost almost an hour. Um, again, thank you guys so much for 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 joining in and um, shout out to E and Josh uh, for joining me on this on this episode. Again, maybe we have to do a part two, but um. Two weeks from now, Tuesday Table Talk will be back on here. I'm not sure exactly what I'll be speaking on, but um, maybe it'll be another guest. I have no idea what I'm doing, but shout out to everybody. Shout out to y'all. Um, we already got a vote for, for a part two. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. All right, y'all. We're getting ready to end this joint. I appreciate y'all so much, and thank you guys for tuning in to this episode, to this night of Tuesday Table Talk. All right, y'all. So yeah.